Connor Esiason, and you're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast presented by the Boomer Esiason Foundation and GunnerEsiason.com. This podcast series has been made possible by Vertex, Novartis, Digital Credit Union, and Atlantic Health. The views expressed on Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast are that of Gunnar Esiason, Tiffany Rich, and guests, and not necessarily those of the Boomer Esiason Foundation. Nothing in this podcast series should be considered medical advice. Such advice can only be given by a physician who's experienced with cystic fibrosis. The Boomer Esiason Foundation, Gunnar Esiason, Tiffany Rich, and guests cannot be held responsible for any damage which may result from using the information on this podcast without the permission of your medical doctor. You're listening to Breathe In, a cystic fibrosis podcast. Hi guys, welcome back to Breathe In. I'm Tiffany, per usual, but I'm actually by myself today. Gunner is still has a um, no voice, pretty much, so he can't be doing the podcast. And if you know, um, Gunner has no voice if you follow us on Instagram. And if you're not following us, I don't know what you're doing with your life. So follow us <laughs> at Breathe underscore In underscore Pod to get all the updates. But today I am joined by a very lovely lady named Auburn, and she had a double lung transplant actually a month before me. So hi, Auburn. Hey, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good. Do you want to tell the folks about yourself? Sure. So I just turned 29. Um, I had my transplant like, yeah, (laughs) I had my transplant, like Tiffany said, a month after her. So just over two years ago. Um... I was diagnosed with CF around two and a half. I was just constantly sick, and my parents kept taking me to doctors, and no one had an answer. Finally, an allergist was like, it's a long shot, but why don't we test you for CF? Um, and then after that, I had been sick so long, I had part of my lung removed at four. Wow. That's yeah, insane. I had. Yeah. So, um, and then at six, I had a blockage, so I had intestinal surgery mm-hmm. and had most of my intestines removed. Um, and then another part of my lung removed at 12. Wow, so you had two lobectomies? Yeah, two lobectomies, and then the stomach surgery, my three, like, biggest surgeries until transplant. Yeah. Um, And then other than that, I was in the hospital just once a year for, like, a month or so, like, on IVs until, like, till the end of, till before transplant, then it was nonstop. Right. Um, Other than that, I mean, it's been, like, I have sinus surgeries once a year, which are pretty common for me, but... That's yeah. that's been my CF life. <laughs> wow, I can't believe you had two lobectomies. I've like I've never met anybody else with CF that had that. So why did they have to do that? So the first one, like I went undiagnosed and I had pneumonia literally from the day I was born until I was diagnosed. Mm-hmm. So wow. my bottom left lobe was completely just not working. It was just a sac. Wow. So they decided to take it out so it didn't spread infection. And mm-hmm. then I kind of went through that rebellious like teenage stage where you just don't do treatments. Right. And that caused the second lobectomy. Okay. Wow. Well, I'm so glad that you got your transplant and you're here with us now. Um, so we're going to talk about sinus sinuses, CF sinuses, because that is um, been a problem for me after transplant, but it sounds like you've had them all your life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's lungs and sinuses are my like biggest CF difficulties. Right. Usually mine were the lungs and the digestive system, but right after transplant, um, 
I had sinus problems and I always joked that CF just wanted to haunt me more and just move from my lungs to my sinuses now. Um, naturally. Naturally, yeah. It just has to go, it has to go somewhere, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what was your first like sinus surgery? How old were you? What was your experience with it? Um, so my first sinus surgery, I was five mm-hmm. and I just had like a deviated septum kind of thing, just a lot of drainage. So they fixed that and it was, I mean, no big deal, I guess, but it hurt, obviously it wasn't yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I went a few years without sinus surgery, which is great. Um, I guess keeping up with sinus rinses and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what I, so did they find that in your sinuses there was drainage and starting to form infections? Is that why you started having to get those done so early in life? Yeah, like they will because they were trying to figure out why, like, I was always getting sick even mm-hmm. after they took out the lobe of my lung. Yeah. So they went in through my sinuses and they just saw, like, tons of infection. And there was no way, like, there was so much, like, calcified stuff in my sinuses. And there was no way for anything to get in and out. Mm-hmm. So they realized they needed to like drill some and fix the septum, fix everything like that. So there was somewhere for infection to go. Yeah, that's like that would be scary as a five-year-old, even though I feel like when we're younger, we don't really think about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know. I think it's scarier now because yeah. I'm like, I know what they're actually doing. Back then I was like, oh, just going to sleep, surgery. Yeah, I wonder, like, what they, did they, do you remember what they said to you, like, what they were doing, or did they even, like, bat an eye and just be like, okay, we're gonna go do something, just clear your sinuses, that's all. Yeah, I feel like it was just like, it's no big deal, we're just gonna clear some sinuses. I mean, talking back to my parents, they knew, like, how, like, serious it was, but I just, it didn't, like, think of it for me, like, I was like, oh, okay, like, yeah. I had been put to sleep for, like, different things before, like, Bronx and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I had just had my lung out the year before, so I was like, no big deal. Yeah. Yeah, but, so yeah. I just had my first sinus surgery. So you said okay. you you said to me that you had over 30 sinus surgeries. Yeah. Which is crazy to me <laughs> because I've only had one major one, and that was back in June. And it hurt so bad. I didn't know what was happening. I thought, oh, it's going to be easy. I've gone through a double lung transplant. I've gone through all these other things. Like, sinuses shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. It's like a totally different kind of pain. Yeah. Because after transplant, you have, like, morphine and, like, all that stuff. They're like, okay, here's some Tylenol. Like, good luck. Good luck. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but like, so throughout the years, yeah, so I went a few years after five, I went a few years without them, mm-hmm. and then I've had them every single year of my life since, like, literally on the dot. Wow. And then some of them I've had to have, like, six months later or three months later, like, they didn't get everything, mm-hmm. and so with the MRI and stuff, they have to do extra. Mm-hmm. Um, but every time I get a sinus surgery, it's completely different. Oh, wow. Like, I had one last October mm-hmm. and the next day I had my one year long anniversary party at a brewery and I was fine. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Cause I definitely would not be able to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, but like some of them I'm out like days. Uh, yeah, like, exactly. That's so stuff. crazy. Yeah. I wonder if it's just because of they're going in a certain area where there's more nerves or, you know, something like that. Um, and Maybe you're, like how much like drilling they have to do or how much they, yeah. like, if it's just cleaning out or what, I'm not sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, do, have you always had 
did you, well, I should ask, do you have polyps? And if you know, if you can explain what a polyp is to the people. Okay, so I try, my mom comes to ENT with me and I go, <laughs> I go every single month to the ENT just to like keep up with it and yeah. make sure no polyps are growing because mm-hmm. I do definitely have polyps. Um, mm-hmm. And they cut them out and stuff like that, clean everything out just to make sure I don't have to get surgery as often. Yeah. Um, so basically a polyp is like a blister I guess inside your nose like it's just like a flap of skin yeah. so they just like for me they take a little clamp and they just kind of cut it off oh they I just know like rip you. it off yeah How did, like I don't understand I they, like spray <laughs> numbing up there and it's fine yeah so I because you just uh, had for the, yeah right? for the viewers if you didn't know <laughs> I just had a polyp removal and it was in my ethmoids and my frontal sinus. And he's like, oh, it's no big deal. We'll do it in office. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> so, of <laughs> course, I go to Auburn for my sinus problems. Because <laughs> if if I'm going to go through it, she's probably gone through it a whole bunch of times. <laughs> so um, I asked her. I'm like, I'm really scared. I'm like, really scared of this. She's like, that's oh, nothing. It's nothing. I don't even do it with a lot of numbing. It's fine. And I'm like, okay, whatever, which it was perfectly fine, whatever. But mine, the, the my doctor had this white drill kind of looking thing, and he put it up to my ear because he's like, I want you to hear it before I put it in your nose, and you're like, whoa, what was that? And it kind of sounded like a shotgun in a way, but not very loud, but it was fine. And he put it up there and just went drilling and just shaved them off, which was insane to me. I didn't feel much. It was more pressure than any pain. Um, and he put up um, numbing in there. First, he did the spray, which is the spray they just spray up. and like lidocaine spray. Yeah, it just goes up. Something. And then they check your sinuses to make sure I still had polyps, which of course I did. I've never had polyps in my life. Even for my surgery in June, I had no polyps. All of a sudden, hey, what's going on? (laughs) I just (laughs) want to pop on up. Um, So basically he checked and they were there. So we went in and he shaved them down and it was fine. Um, But I had those, um, those numbing that look like tampons. Yeah, I was about to say, that's the only thing you can describe it as. (laughs) Literally, it's a tampon just soaked in numbing, like lidocaine or something. And they stick it up your nose, and you just sit there for, like, a few minutes so that it'll numb it. And all I could think about was, she's the man, that movie. (laughs) And Channing Tatum, like, Amanda Bynes walks in, and she's like... Oh, and he has the tampon up his nose for a bloody nose. It was, <laughs> that's all I could think about. I have a picture and I will put it up on the Breathe In Instagram so you guys can see it. Um, but it's hilarious. But it does help. And I thought it wouldn't because it's, you don't think it's a lot. It's just like, you know, a tampon up your nose. But it really helped. So he went in and shaved them up and it only took like 20 minutes at that appointment, which it was so much better than having to go under and then just, do that. Yeah. Do they um, like to do things um, other than doing like a full sinus surgery that, and just do them in office for you because of our yeah. transplant, our history? Yeah, like so I was supposed to, ha- I was actually supposed to have sinus surgery last Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been feeling good and I was like, eh, yeah. I don't think I need it, like risk right. over reward. Right. So I... I canceled. I called my doctor and we talked about it. She was like, yeah, let's just wait, like, if you're feeling better. Well, of course, that Thursday I ended up with, like, a huge migraine and, like, 
sinus issues. So I just went today to get it all figured out, and I just had it swollen. But um, she's always rather do stuff in the office because Mm -hmm. the risk of being put to sleep and, like, Mm -hmm. stirring stuff up and getting into my lungs is so much more than just going up there. Yeah. Uh, I had once, I did, I've seen it on, like, billboards and commercials where it's like, do you have sinus issues? Get the balloon rhinoplasty or whatever it's called, sinoplasty. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah, I think I remember this. You So they go in and they like put something up there and then they fill the balloon up with saline. Wait, so what is this for? To clean I them guess out? to like no, so it like makes your sinus cavities bigger. Oh, oh, oh. Oh. You can so the sinus balloon blows up right. and you can hear the bones cracking. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that was, and I, so I have like a, I'm a, and I you're really you're awake. My pain tolerances, like it's fine. Right. And the moment my doctor saw a tear roll down my eye, they were like, "We're done." Like, yeah. Okay. I was like, if you had been checking my blood pressure at that point, I think I would have been like, you would have like, oh god, she's having a heart attack. Like, Wait. So they did that instead of doing a surgery because usually because yeah. when I went into surgery, that's what they did. They opened up the sinus cavities. Yeah. Um So they wanted to do that. In office. And they do it and to, yeah, they do it to, like, normal people, like, all the time, I guess. Wow. I've, n- I've literally never heard of that. For us, I think, because it's so thick, like, our mucus and stuff like that is so thick, mm-hmm. the balloon doesn't do much. Like, it, it, it's like a temporary relief, whereas the surgery, you're actually, like, shaving down the bone and making mm-hmm. it a bigger space. This just, okay. like, just like balloons it up. That's crazy. Did you bleed a lot? Yeah. Oh, it looked like... A murder scene in there. Oh no! Of course, after you take it out, I sneezed, and it was like everywhere. Oh no! That's the worst. <laughs> I was like my bad. Oh my gosh! I'll so, always I'll tell my doctor. I'm like I'm never doing that again. Yeah, I'm sure you would never do that again. I'd rather. He's probably rather go in and do it. Yeah, under, I'd rather take a new nap. A nap. Like, yeah. Then have to deal with that. You can hear it. That's insane. Yeah, I think that was the worst part because yeah. when stuff is in your face, like you said, with that shaving machine, like yeah. you can hear it. Right. And it's so different when it's, like, inside your head, actually. Yeah. I know. It's, it's so, yeah, so different. And it, it like, oh, I don't even know but what to say about that. Your, your shaving machine sounds better than my alligator clips they do. Yeah, no, that sounds, um, that sounds awful. So they go I'm, in. I'm, I'm going to go in and talk to my ENT. <laughs> yeah. Be like, um, excuse me, Tiffany did new shaving equipment. I have a picture of it, too, if you want it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> For reference. Me. Yeah. So, um, what is, what is, like, do you feel a difference after you go in for your surgeries? How long does it take for you to feel, like, a big difference, at least? Um, so, like I said, it's kind of different with each surgery. Yeah. But... So I have the, I don't, I have like no sense of smell. Okay. But like, so my monthly like maintain surgeries, if you will. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, those I can like, she'll like clean it all out and I can smell for like a solid three days. Oh, nice. And I'm like a fatty then because I can smell and taste everything, <laughs> everything. Yeah. Um, after surgery though, like once I have a big surgery, it's mm-hmm. like a good, I'm like solid two or three months where I'm like can smell everything, and it starts oh, okay. to fade away then. Okay. And they said it's, I guess, it's like scar tissue or polyps going over that, like, sensory. The olfactory. The olfactory, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah How that's, about you? Well, you feel? mine, so after my surgery, I was in, I was down for the count for a few weeks. Like, I know. You were. It hurt so bad. That's when it feels, like, really bad. Yeah, I don't, I, 
I Hopefully felt you like, won't have a second, though. Yeah, I'm hoping not. I hope this, like, just going in and doing the shaving of polyps, if they come back, hopefully they don't. Um, but after I did the shaving of the polyps and then he cleaned it all out, I felt better mm-hmm. automatically. And then um, for my sinus surgery, I felt better for a little while um, after I was all healed. When I was healing, it was hurting so bad, and I was just miserable. And like you said, it probably is different for everybody anyways. Um, So mine was just a little bit. It hurt. And I'm glad I didn't do it before because I had trips. I was supposed to do it in May, but I had trips, and I went and saw Leah and stuff. Um, And I'm glad I didn't do it before then because I would have... It would have been a regret. Yeah, I wouldn't not And have. flying, I've done this yeah. once where I had sinus surgery and I flew like a week later. Uh-huh. Don't do that. Yeah, don't. Yeah, I would. The pressure. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine because I was in, I was in so much pain. I was doing, um, I want to say six sinus rinses just in the morning. Because yeah. there was so much You feel stuff. like you can't get enough. Exactly. And you just want to keep going and going. And it's all, like, bloody and it's nasty. And, like, it's nice that they went in and cleared it all out because finally you can kind of breathe. Because why I did it was after transplant, I felt myself, like, needing to blow my nose, like, all the time. And even if it, it didn't have anything in it, it was clear or something, um... I would just get really annoyed because I didn't want to blow my nose all the time. It was, I was like, after I had transplant, I don't want to be doing any, like, something else. Something, like you know what I mean? Like, it was coughing, now it's blowing my nose. Yeah, exactly. So I decided, I told my Stanford team that my nose had been feeling weird, and they're like, okay. So we went and did a CT scan, and I went, well, I went and saw my. Uh, ENT, and then he said, let's do a CT scan to check it all out. Because before transplant, he always saw me and said, oh, you have really good sinuses for a CF patient. And mm-hmm. I, I was, I prided myself on that. I bet. And, you know, I hate anything up my nose, so I was like, thank God that I <laughs> can get <laughs> through not having sinus problems. So, we did the CT scan. Of course, I was blocked. (laughs) He's like, yep, we need to do surgery. So I was like, dang, (laughs) I thought I was going to get off on this. Like, you know, I'd be like, Oh no, you're good. It's just a cold. Like (laughs) I thought I was going to be okay, but apparently not. So Mm -hmm. I definitely was just like, Oh, this is going to be fine. Yeah. I'm going to be fine. Mm -hmm." No big deal. You've done a transplant with sinus surgery. No. So yeah, it was crazy, but I guess why we have cyst- uh, why cystic fibrosis patients have this um, uh, problems with polyps and um, sinus infections is because it's inf- inflamed, and then the bacteria is up there as well, so the causing the inflammation too. So it's just yeah, like, that mucus just sits there, and it yeah. causes the inflammation, and then it causes the polyps to like form and scar tissue to form, mm-hmm. trying to heal it all. Yeah, and so it just causes more problems. So we have to maintain and go fix those. Like you do it every month, which yeah, sounded which is actually, rare. Most it, people, yeah, don't. exactly. Because my ENT is like I'll see you in six months. 
Yeah, that's how most people I talk to are like yeah. either every three or every so, six or maybe even once a year. So why did you decide to do every month? So I switched to a new ENT like five years ago. Okay. And at that point he was like, wow, you're having surgeries a lot. And I had the year, I, the first year I switched to him, I had two surgeries that year, like oh. six months apart. Wow. And he was like, you're just getting bad so quickly. And he's like, are you doing your sinus rinses? I'm like, yeah, yeah I promise. Like I do them yeah. twice a day religiously. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, what if you come up next, come in a month and we'll see how it is. And I came in a month and he was like, yeah, there's stuff to clear out. So we cleared it out. And he's like, we might as well try it another month. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. And every time I came, there was always stuff like mm-hmm. up where like sinus rinses don't reach really. Yeah. So they would clean it out. And he just was like, you know what? This is working. Let's just Let's just do it. Yeah, you so might as well. Now I notice, like, if I can sometimes stretch it a couple months, but mm-hmm. I notice, like, after a month or two months, I'm like, okay, I need to go. Yeah. And maybe I, I'm more sensitive to it now because of it. Because you know it. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you're, you're used to being clear mm-hmm. all the time. Because yeah. I feel like I probably, after a few months, I probably need to go up there and get it clean. And honestly, I will email my ENT to tell him that I need to come in. Because yeah. I think I think we know our bodies way more than anybody else, the doctors, anybody. Oh yeah. So if I we know, feel right. like it's needed, they'll be like, okay, let's do it. You know, yeah. just and even just to look up there, and just make sure everything's looking good. Because especially with post transplant, we want to make sure nothing's going down into our lungs. Yeah, that's my thing. Like if I feel a drip at all, I am yeah. emailing my ENT right away, and I'm like, yeah. I need to get scope. Something's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's well. Yeah, I don't want to strip into my lungs and get a lung infection. Like, I'd rather have something stuck up my nose than end up in the hospital. I agree. And I'd rather not have to be on antibiotics and deal with all that again, because I think we did, I think we did our duty. I think so. (laughs) Before. And (laughs) yeah, I feel like a lot of people have sinus problems um, that have cystic fibrosis. I think I was very lucky in my childhood until you know, 27 and a half, whenever I, when I had my transplant, um, yeah. to not have that. And I, it's just, it's crazy to me that it did come after my transplant. I know. I'm what I'm, I just think maybe I'm just inflamed there now, but then I thought about it and I thought maybe I did have some issues, but I didn't think about them because I was thinking about my lungs the whole time. I was about to say, maybe your lungs were just, you were focused so much on your lungs, you didn't really think about your sinuses. My thing was, I was just having really bad sinus headaches. Okay. So that's what always got me going. Yeah. So I remember when I was younger, I had, I would go in the hospital for exacerbation and uh, tune-ups, whatever you want to call them now. And, um... I had a very a lot of uh, sinus pain and and pressure. So they would do a CT scan. They're like, "There's no polyps. There's nothing in there." So it was there's weird. Do, yeah, it's weird because I would always get checked just in case because I was having those sinus headaches that and pain, like those, here and here. Yeah, and those were like, they, those one were when I knew that I was getting sick too. And mm-hmm. I knew that I needed a tune-up is when I started needing to be in a dark room with a, um, like, a wet cloth over my head. Right. And then I would start coughing more, of course, the mucus progress. Obviously, pro- yeah. Production. Um, but I, but I never had, they never saw anything, which was crazy yeah, to I mean, me. See, like, so I, my ENT has a camera, so I, like, mm-hmm. know my inside of my nose so well. Yeah. So, like, she went up last week and was like, 
oh, and I was like, oh, it's swollen. And she was like, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, she upped up my steroids. Oh, but, like, yeah. So, maybe that's the case. Like, you might not have blockages or any mucus buildup, but you mm. could just be swollen, like, inflamed. Exactly. And, and just need some steroids or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So, now I have the polyp issue, and then, you know, he always Hopefully, he'll stay at bay, though. Yeah, I'm hoping that these will be fine. You do, your, you do sinus rinses. Yeah, so I do sinus rinses twice a day. Sometimes I do, like, two in the morning and two at night, depending on the day. Um, mm-hmm. sometimes I do more. It, like, How I don't you think you, I don't think you can do too many, to be honest. I don't think so. Um, but I think it's really important, even if you don't have sinus, like, really issues, issues to, to, to actually do them, like, once a month, at least, you know, just to, yeah. just to clear it out. It's, it's, everybody does them, even if they don't have cystic fibrosis. Um, a lot of people, especially when they have colds, or something, they do that, and it works so well. And I've got my whole family doing them now. That's that's awesome. I'm, they were terrified of them. They're like, "I'm gonna drown." I'm like, "You're fine. You just squeeze the bottle." Oh, it's so the first, funny. The first time my dad did it, he like squeezed it as hard as he could <laughs> and blew out his eardrum. I was oh, like, "Oh no!" It says gently squeeze. Yeah, on the gently ball. squeeze <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, we had our friend who was actually from North Carolina, which is where you're from, and yes. um, she. Uh, she didn't want to do it. She had a cold before, and um, I told her, just do a sinus rinse. It'll help you so much. She's like, I don't want to drown. I, I don't like that feeling. I was like, it doesn't feel like that. No, it, <laughs> it does not feel like that. It literally just goes in one nostril, out the other really fast. It's it doesn't not even, even feel like it's going through your sinuses. No, it's like, it doesn't. It just feels no. like it goes one nostril to the other. Yeah. So it... Do you put anything inside your sinus rinses? I do. I put um, budesonide, which okay. is um, pulmacort, mm-hmm. which I guess it's a, is a steroid, I a think. A steroid, yeah. Yeah, it's a steroid, and so it helps with inflammation, I'm guessing, and helping yeah, um, keep it to just clear. irrigate it very much. Mm-hmm. Do you do anything? I do that, and then I also put um, either, it depends, like they'll put Toby in it sometimes. Okay. I've heard like, so that. if they culture, like, a pseudomonas or anything mm-hmm. like that, they'll put Toby or some okay. kind of antibiotic. It's been a while since I've had to do that, but yeah. mostly Knock on wood. Um, the budesidine. Yeah. the I've heard about the Toby, um, especially when people have had pseudomonas in the past. And then I guess when they do go and clean you out, they take a sample to check it as well mm-hmm. to make yeah. sure you're not growing anything that needs attention. Right, like, Which, if there's anything they see, like, dripping that looks different than normal, they'll mm-hmm. always grab a sample. Yeah, and I I know that I've always, they've always taken samples from me. So, I guess from going from pre-transplant, from mucus, spitting it in a cup, now we're doing it through our nose. <laughs> yeah. Which, I, you know, I, so I glamorous. Know. So yes. glamorous. Such a glamorous life. It's so <laughs> lovely to have sinus issues. Um, so what do you do when you have sinus pressure now that you always go to the ENT and get cleaned out? Do you have any sinus issues? Like um, Occasionally. Pain? Like, when I know I'm, like, ready to go, mm-hmm. I start getting sinus headaches. Okay. I'm, I, like, have to sit in a dark room. I put a heating pad on my head. A lot of people oh, be cold. Yeah. But I, like, I can't stand cold, so I just put a <laughs> heating pad as, like, tight as it'll go around my head. Okay. Um, and then I take Tylenol sinus. Oh, okay. It's, like, extreme sinus, something like that. Right. 
So and it works for me. Yeah, for but people it, that short term, so I have to get get to the doctor as soon as possible. Yeah, for people that don't know, after transplant, we can't take any NSAIDs, which is Advil, um, yes. so we have to take Tylenol for our pain. <laughs> yes, and you know it's not. You know, it's not as good. I it's miss not as though. good, but you know what? I think we have we have such a good pain tolerance that it still works. I remember after transplant, I just took Tylenol, so mm-hmm. I I was in and I wasn't into pain meds. So um, no, yeah, Tylenol usually like- is the good OG. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so, do they tell you to do anything for your sinuses that would help um, during like you know? the time that you're not there to get cleaned out just um I mean just sinus sinus rinses today okay um they also like if you're if you're feeling congestion Mm. and sinus rinses aren't helping a hot shower like stand in a hot 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 steamy shower for like 15 minutes and then try blowing your nose or doing a sinus rinse that kind of it kind of loosens everything up yeah that helps that'll help Mm -hmm. yeah I I could see that I don't think I've done that, but <laughs> I just stick to my sinus rinses, and then yeah. I have sinus sprays as well um, mm-hmm. to help me. I've I've used those like forever though. I, they've always worked, and then I of course I do um, like antihistamine for allergies oh, and yeah. stuff because I feel like every time the weather changes, I, my sinuses are affected. Oh, yeah. And they just want to inflame because of anything growing or, you know, going from, I feel like the worst is like going from, is in the spring, going from the cold to the starting. Like flowers everywhere. Everything's blooming. So I feel like I am just awful and I need as much help as possible. So yeah, I don't know how it is in California, but literally spring hits and every single car is yellow. Yes. Yeah. Here too. Like you, it's like a half an inch of yellow pollen. Yeah. It's disgusting. I'm like, like, now I know where my sinuses are. Yeah. It's like, I need to wear a mask outside right now Mm -hmm. because of that. Wow. Yeah. So sinuses are just, uh, just constant struggle for cystic fibrosis. Maintenance. It is, yeah. It's constant maintenance and doing it, like, religiously with the sinus rinses. I think those are the ones that will help you the most, to be honest. Like, for me, at least, they help. Um, And, yeah, I I just, uh, I feel like those are the best thing to do. And, you know, go check with your um, ENTs about everything, what you should do for your case, because... Totally your different. CF, your ENT, yeah. yeah Everyone's totally, different. Everybody's so different with everything. Like me, I didn't have any issues, and then now I do. And then you've always had issues. So, you know, what are we gonna do? <laughs> I had no weight issues, but yeah. sinuses, yeah. all upper for me. <laughs> oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, um, I want you to have the last um, word on this. Um, what would you? What advice would you give? someone that's going into their first sinus surgery and just they don't know what to expect um I would say go into your sinus surgery as it's just a normal surgery it's not it's something these doctors do every single day it's nothing big for them mm-hmm. it's obviously going to be huge for you because it's your first but stay relaxed stay calm it might hurt the recovery might be hard but it'll be worth it in the end I mean like Tiffany said she's feeling so much better and you're going to be able to breathe again and you'll feel 
100% better. <laughs> yes, feeling 100% better and breathing. We like yes. that. So good. Well, thanks, Auburn, for joining me today. Thank you. And talking sinuses because, yes. you know, sinuses are our life right now. <laughs> um, but... If you guys want to um, listen to us, you can go to iTunes. And if you go on iTunes, please subscribe, rate, and review. Definitely give us five stars, especially for me and Auburn for having to go through these sinus issues, you know. And all the staff yeah. patients with the sinus problems. Her having that... Um, that balloon in her sinus that was not fun. <laughs> and... Um, leave a review. We love reviews. And if you're on an Android and you do not have iTunes, you can listen to us on SoundCloud or GunnerSison.com. And if you need to reach us, you can email us at breathe underscore in underscore pod at Asison.org. And definitely go to the Instagram at breathe underscore in underscore pod and um, give us a follow and slide in our DMs if you have any topics or anything you want to listen to. So that's our podcast for today. And Gunner will hopefully be back next week. <laughs> hopefully he feels better. <laughs> I know. Got to get his voice back. I can't believe he doesn't have a voice. I, couldn't, I can't even see Gunner without a voice. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll I'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.